Welcome to The Whole Truth with Jill Rosenzweig, a podcast which endeavors to expose the truth behind legal stories that are distorted by mainstream media. And now, here's your host, passionate truth seeker and veteran attorney, Jill Rosenzweig. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Whole Truth with Jill Rosenzweig. I'm your host, Jill Rosenzweig. And today I want to talk to you about the annulment that Nicolas Cage is seeking uh, after being married for a total of four days to his girlfriend, Erica Koik, I believe is the pronunciation of her last name. Uh, This is just kind of a funny story that's going on in the news, but I thought I would talk about it with you because it gives me an opportunity to, to discuss an area of law that I practice regularly, which is divorce law. Um, and so just to give you the story, Nicholas Cage has been dating this woman for about a year now. Her name is Erica, and she's a makeup artist. And um, in March, on March 23rd, they got a marriage license and got married that same day in Las Vegas. Uh, there are reports that they were both very drunk at the time. And just four days after they got married, Nicolas Cage filed papers seeking an annulment of the marriage. And in those papers, he says that he was both too drunk to know what he was doing when he got married. And he also said that the marriage was the product of fraud. And he says in the papers that the fraud consisted of Erica lying to him about another relationship that she's involved in as well as her hiding uh, certain criminal proceedings from him, which I think it has to do with a DUI um, that apparently is active right now. Um, So she's apparently due back in court on the DUI shortly, and he's saying that he didn't know about those two things. And so um, the response from her was that she's pushing back on the annulment and she's now seeking a divorce. And in that divorce, she's asking for spousal support. And so I wanted to just talk to you about the difference between an annulment and a divorce and why someone might want an annulment over a divorce. Uh, you know, the difference in, in plain terms is that an annulment basically uh, erases the existence of the marriage. So it's as if you've never been married to begin with. And a divorce uh, is ending a marriage, but with that comes the potential for spousal support, as well as um, equitable distribution of your property. Um, So that's why in Nevada, uh, you have the right to seek an an annulment. And that's why Nicolas Cage is trying to do that, because it's much better for him to just erase the marriage altogether, rather than put himself in a position where he may end up owing uh, this woman money, whether in the form of spousal support or equitable distribution. Um, so I'll just explain to you first um, what equitable distribution is, because that's kind of an easier thing to explain. Um, basically, anything that you acquire during a marriage in Nevada, it's a community property state. So what that means is that anything that you or your spouse acquire during the course of a marriage needs to be split between the two of you 50-50. And I would imagine that during the four days that they were married before Nicolas Cage filed for an annulment, they probably didn't acquire anything 
So I would guess that there would be no equitable distribution. There would be no division of assets because I can't really imagine that they acquired very much in those four days. Um, in, you know, just say though, on, on the other hand, if he signed a huge deal where he, you know, just say he signed on to a movie in those four days and he's entitled to a specific amount of money, she could argue that that's an amount of money that he acquired during the marriage, even if he didn't get paid it yet. So if he signed a deal, deal where he's expecting to get paid a lot of money, she could actually try to argue that half of that money is hers. Um, so that's the division of asset side of a divorce. And then the more complicated side of a divorce is spousal support. And, you know, the idea of spousal support in general is that when you split up, the court wants to help the non-moneyed spouse. So when there's a great disparity between two people, and even when there's not a massive disparity, um, both parties should be leaving the marriage in somewhat of the same position that they're in when they're in the marriage. So the idea is that the court is looking to maintain the lifestyle that you enjoyed during your marriage. Here, they're only married for four days. It's hard to contemplate what a court would be looking at in terms of giving this woman spousal support, considering there was no time frame in which she got used to a certain lifestyle when they were only married for a total of four days. So my, my initial reaction is to say, well, I'm sure she's not going to get spousal support, but it's not really that simple. So when you look at spousal support in Nevada, um, the, the length of a marriage is only one factor that the court is going to look at. And the, the problem with spousal support in Nevada is that there's no set formula. So every judge will look at a case differently and they are allowed to look at 11 different factors the length of a marriage being one of those factors, but obviously there are other factors a judge can look at. And if a judge decides within its own discretion uh, that the spouse, the non-moneyed spouse is entitled to spousal support, then that could be something that does happen. And that could get awarded in a case, even when the marriage is just four days long. Um, my inclination is to say that a court would say no to that, but it's not impossible and so, you know, one of the factors that a court will look at when it comes to spousal support um, is the financial condition of each spouse. And we know here that the wife is a makeup artist. I don't really know what Nicolas Cage's current financial situation is, but I would imagine that he has way more money than this woman. And so it's possible, it's not impossible, put it that way, that he could be hit with a judgment in which he needs to pay her spousal support. Um, but the truth of the matter is the more likely scenario here is not that there would be a final judgment where he would have to pay her spousal support. I really don't think that's likely. Um, but what I do think is a possibility is there could be an award of interim spousal support. So what that means is that um, he filed for an annulment She's now disagreeing and saying she doesn't agree to an annulment, but she wants a divorce, right? Now, while that case is pending, her lawyers can seek an order from the court giving her interim spousal support, so support during the pendency of the case. And sometimes these cases can take a very long time. And that's something that um, is a huge piece of leverage in these cases is that 
even when you know that ultimately your client may not get spousal support at the end of the case, it still is a huge hit on the moneyed spouse to seek interim spousal support and have that spouse paying you money throughout the litigation. So if you have a two-year divorce case going on and that entire time that you're getting a divorce, your spouse has to give you money every single month, that's something that can weigh very heavily on the person that has to pay the support. And so I think if I were this woman's lawyer, what I would be doing here is I would be seeking an application from the court to A, get interim spousal support, so to ask the court to immediately order that Nicolas Cage give this woman money. And a lot of the time, the court's not going to really evaluate all of the different factors to decide whether or not the woman is entitled to support uh, when it's interim support. The analysis is not as in-depth as it would be permanent support or temporary support after the case is over. So just say um, at the end of the case, a court will award a year's worth of spousal support. Usually the idea behind that is to give the spouse some time to get back on their feet and figure out a new career or to have enough money so that they can go move into a place of their own. Um, That often will happen at the end of the case once the court is convinced that the person that needs this support um, you know, requires it to do certain things to sort of move on with their lives, right? But with interim support, it's a lot easier to get a court to agree to it. And there's not so much of an analysis. They kind of, um, they grant those things more easily. And so I would be seeking that application right away, um, asking the court to grant the wife um, interim spousal support. And then the other thing that Nicolas Cage might be facing is um, the wife asking for him to pay for her legal fees in the case. And a lot of the time, the courts will grant that when they realize that one party has way more money than the, than the other. A lot of the time, the person with money is paying for both sides' attorney's fees through the divorce. And so that's my guess is that that's what she would be asking for. She'd be asking for him to be paying for her attorney's fees plus this interim support. And in the end, if all they end up doing is getting a divorce and she gets no spousal support from him at the end of it and no distribution of any assets because no assets were acquired during this short marriage, she'll still benefit from the interim support that she got and she won't have had to pay for the lawsuit. Um, So those are the things that I expect might happen here. Um, And then I just want to talk to you about the request for an annulment and whether or not I think that he'll be able to get the annulment as opposed to a divorce. Um, If she had agreed to an annulment, that would have been very simple. Um, Both sides would have consented to the annulment and the court probably wouldn't have investigated whether or not it was legitimate. And they would have just gone ahead and given them the annulment. And if they had done that, then there would be no spousal support. There would be no division of assets, none of that, right? So that would have been the easiest scenario. But um, this woman, Erica, is saying, no, I will not agree to the annulment because she's trying to get the spousal support, right? So then you have to turn to whether or not he could get an annulment. And so when you look at the different grounds for an annulment in Nevada, um, this would be a marriage that could be voidable. So to void a marriage is to essentially erase it. 
And the way in which he's arguing this is there are two different uh, arguments that he's making, which do form the basis for an annulment, but I just don't know that he would get away with it under these circumstances. So the one that he's arguing is um, a lack of understanding, which is um, essentially saying that he was drunk. Um, that's one basis for it, that he was too drunk and, and lacked the understanding to know what he was doing. Uh, the problem that he faces with that is in situations like that, you look to witnesses. And if the person that performed the marriage comes back and says, which I think I've seen in reports, he's already saying that he was shocked to hear that Nicolas Cage is arguing that he was too drunk to know what he was doing because he did not seem like he was too drunk. Um, so if you have witnesses that contradict the fact that, you know, your assertion that you were drunk, then that's a problem uh, in terms of arguing that you really didn't understand uh, what you were entering into when you agreed to marry someone. Um, and then the other argument that he's making is this fraud argument where he's claiming that he didn't know that she was engaged in a relationship with someone else. And he also didn't know that she had criminal proceedings pending against her. And also, I mean, with respect to that argument, um, she's saying that he told her that he wants to do it right and get married to her properly. And so he wants to annul this marriage so that they can go ahead and do it properly. Um, if she has written evidence that he said that to her, so just say he said that in a text message or an email, or maybe he left it on a voicemail message to her, or he said it to her in front of witnesses who could testify to that fact. I think that makes it very hard for him to argue that there was fraud because if he's still willing to go ahead and marry her at a later date, then obviously he wasn't defrauded into marrying her in the first place. You know, so essentially what I'm saying is if you're still willing to marry someone, you can't possibly say I would never have married this person had I known about uh, her criminal proceedings and the fact that she's involved with another person. Um, so I, I think that he might have a really tough road in establishing that he has the right to an annulment. So, uh, you know, my guess is that it won't be an annulment here and it will be a divorce. And, um, you know, and then we get back to this whole idea of uh, the spousal support that she's looking for. And I think that ultimately, if I were his attorney, I would be advising him to try to negotiate a settlement here. And so my guess is that she will get something from him and that's how this case will come to an end. And so possibly what will happen here is they'll sit down and they'll have some sort of a negotiation where she'll get some money from him and then she'll then agree to the annulment. And that's how this case will be disposed of. I know that what she's saying is that she's very upset with him making the claim that she defrauded him and that essentially him speaking poorly of her in public, um, you know, in court filings and in the press is damaging to her career. And so it's just weird because I, I think that really what she's looking for is uh, damages from him for her her being essentially defamed by him, if what he's saying is untrue, um, instead of her just filing a defamation claim against him, she's looking for money from him by way of spousal support. Um, because it's really not the basis for spousal support to say, well, you damaged my name in public. That's not really the way that you get spousal support. Spousal support, again, is really to uh, help a person out 
during the process of a divorce when they've been relying on you for a long time and so they're not making as much money as they would if they weren't with you or you know they enjoyed a certain lifestyle because you did make much more money than they did and they need a little bit of money in order to set them up in a new location um, and you know living in a similar way that they got used to during the course of the marriage. Um, what she's talking about seems very different than what would traditionally be spousal support, but that's what she's asking for in the case. Um, in any event, I guess my prediction with respect to this case is that it will probably get settled uh, quietly. They'll figure out some way to resolve this. Um, and then the other possibility is that they kiss and make up and they agree to the annulment with them staying together and she doesn't get anything from him other than a continued relationship and a hope that they will stay together and eventually either get married or not. Um, but that's that's kind of where I see this thing going. I know a lot of people looking at this think it's completely insane for her to be asking for spousal support after four days. Um, I would agree that it's pretty insane but at the same time, um, you know, Nevada won't ignore that request entirely. Um, like I said, the length of the marriage is only one factor. And so she does have that going for her. And I think the fact that there's really no predictability as to how that whole situation will shake out in front of a judge gives her the upper hand in terms of negotiating a resolution with Nicolas Cage. Um, so anyway, that's my um, take on that whole situation. And um, it's just a short little episode today. I thought I'd keep it light after the last episode in which I talked about abortion, um, which is obviously a big thing going on in the news right now. Um, but anyway, this is my very different episode this week. Um, if you want to get in touch with me, uh, again, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me uh, on Instagram at the whole truth pod. And uh, you can also shoot me an email at thewholetruthpod at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have a second to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. Thanks so much and have a great day. Bye-bye. 